0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm sitting in a coffee shop alleyway beside the garbage. I'm sitting here with Jay Malinowski. Jay, how's it going today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. For those of you who don't know, Jay has started a new project called Jay Malinowski and the Dead Coast, but some people might know him better as part of a project called Bedouin Sound Clash. So, let's get this out of the way. Should fans of Bedouin Soundclash be incredibly anxious you've started this new project? Anxious in what way? Anxious that their beloved band has gone <laughs> to the heavens.
1: <laughs> I don't want anyone to have an anxiety problem, but uh, no, I don't think so. I, 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 um, we never say never with anything, and um, you know, I just talked to Eon
0: on the phone today, when, and uh, um, no one should have anx- anxiety. In the world. <laughs> Bedouin Soundclash fans can all breathe a collective sigh of relief. Okay.
1: Is this how
0: it, go- is this how it goes the whole time? I can't tell if, you're, if there's an irony happening here. No? No irony? I'm just trying to be compelling so people want to listen <laughs> rather than change the channel or press stop. Okay, don't press... Yeah. Okay, let's, let's do this. So, Jay, I would love you to imagine that you're in a bar and you meet... An attractive woman. She could be the one. First, I would love you to describe Bedouin Soundclash to this lovely woman to impress her. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, I never
1: would use that. as If I was seeing a a beautiful girl, I probably wouldn't bring up music. But if I did, I'd describe Bedouin Soundclash... Uh, Me and my best friend got together. We loved The Clash. We loved reggae. We wanted to make something that we felt was Canadian within that. And uh, what we came up with made people happy. It seemed happy was the key word. So I'd say it's happy music. Now, if I was to describe the Dead Coast, that was my next question. (laughs) So if I was to describe the Dead Coast, I'd say then someone went around the world in a sailor mentality and created more of a dark, romantic ballads with a string quartet I don't know if that would be impressive
0: I don't know if I'd even bring that up but if I did that's what I would say so we can further entice this lovely creature at the bar how about we play one of the songs by Jay Melanowski and the Dead Coast
1: okay sure
0: (laughs) patience marry me
2: someday somewhere
0: back to the interview show this is scott wood your host you just heard patience phipps that's by a band called jay malinowski and the dead coast off the record martel i've got jay sitting here with me in an alleyway i'd love it if you could say a few words about this track
1: well um when i i I mean this whole record is about my ancestry on the east coast and so i'll just say patience phipps um, it was a name um, beside a family record, I Martell, who uh, was swept overboard off the coast of Boston when he was looking for work in 1869, and I th- he was only 22 years old, he was really homesick for Cape Breton, and so I wrote this song saying, you know, pay- a lot of guys go away, and they say, have some patience, I'll be home, and they never do, so I thought it was kind of a poetic way of writing a love song, maybe to a girl, but also to an idea, and uh, to someone who, who um, was had his life taken when he was very young, so it's kind of a um, tragedy.
0: So let's just dive in then. This record, Martel, it's sort of a concept record.
1: Yeah. Um, so Martel was—it's uh, the namesake. Um, Charles Martel was uh, an ancestor. A great an ancestor who came over from France and to Canada at seven, in 1757. Um, was, I've read he was a Huguenot. He was a Protestant Huguenot. Yes, that's true. And as you know, the Huguenots were not well treated there at the time. So Louis the Fourteenth decided everyone had to leave, and so his uh, he came over to Canada, fought with the English, although he was French. Um, was given land along uh, in Manadou and Cape Breton um, afterwards by the British uh, for doing a good job, I guess. And afterwards, there they had a sort of storied life of being sailors and and living on the coast and that's where my grandfather grew up and so I started I use that as a starting point and then created this character named Martel who um, somewhat based on my own life somewhat based on history who is a sailor who goes around the world and the album split into Pacific and Atlantic sides and it's just basically all the songs relate to a port either in the Pacific or the Atlantic and it's
0: his journey and his spiritual growth and or lack thereof and how he ends up Thank you for explaining that. Just as a warning to listeners, we are in a busy alleyway, so you're going to hear many strange things as we discuss this record. (laughs) So you're not doing this project alone. You have a band called The Dead Coast. Why don't we talk about who you're taking this musical journey with?
1: (laughs) So when I first moved back to Vancouver, I was, um, you know, I'd started The Dead Coast Project, but I really didn't know how to realize it. Um... I was going to kind of put music aside for a bit and I started going to the symphony here and um, and I got really interested just in the viola I'm not sure why and so I you know got in touch with this young guy who's in, uh, this viola player named Elliot Vaughn who's now on the Dead Coast and he played in this experimental kind of string trio kind of like a Kronos quartet and he um, called the entry so I started hanging out with them and describing this Martell project and that's sort of when we revamped the Dead Coast and um, they really got the concept and, and how to realize it and so basically it's myself and the entry who are the dead coast
0: so I've read you hinted at this a bit that you were at a low point before you started the project the dead coast you were even thinking about giving up music so can you talk a bit about what reignited the spark and how
1: I wasn't I mean I guess I, I wasn't as low in terms of how, what what's possible with what I wanted to accomplish with music. I didn't know if... I definitely didn't want, um, you know, the past had been very... Sorry, <laughs> the door. Very product-driven, and I think that um, I needed to go back to those basic reasons for making music, um, and what sparked it really was hanging out with the entry, and they have no concept of the music industry. They're not, it doesn't even seem to be part of their interest, and we would just sit and listen to records from Bartok, Rachmaninoff, Torakamitsu to Joni Mitchell, and it just we just would sit around listening to records, and I, that really
0: inspired me again. So what was the hardest part about starting over with a new project for Jay Malinowski? <laughs> I love it how you're <laughs> laughing every time I ask you a question. Because <laughs> I don't, I, you know... I, would you like to take a break and take a sip of your coffee? Yeah, I would. I'll need to think about that one. Right now Jay and me are both going to take a sip of our drinks.
2: Little boy, what you borrow, you will soon beg. And pretty soon they're going to pay your arms and both of your legs. So bring the destroyer, bring the little death. Circle those ships around me, carry your sex. How cruel, the violence of loving what's left. Trouble's such a curious level But what my trouble loves only turns me into rubble. Below the baseboard comes a scream from the gallows The flickers on the wall, the tall shadow from St. Mallow To all the pleasure pain All the deals made for love again a shadow from Saint Malo Shadows Working in the mess The Tall Shadow from
0: St. Malo Here we are, relaxing in an alleyway outside a coffee shop, Scott from The Interview Show and Jay Malinowski. Hello. You just heard a song called The Tall Shadow from St. Malo. That's by a band called Jay Malinowski and the Dead Coast off the record Martel.
1: The Tall Shadow from St. Malo is um, a song about someone who bets, gambles and then what they lose in their gamble.
0: So a lot of people might say taking on a project like this, a concept album dealing with ancestry and where you are in life, shows signs of maturity. But you've said that you disagree and that you're actually less mature than when you were 19. So what's the craziest 19-year-old immature (laughs) stuff you've been up to lately?
1: (laughs) I walk my dog. What else? What other crazy stuff have I done today? I think um, you... What I meant to say with that is that you, you know, I think in a band, you unlearn behavior that maybe you should have kept with you. So I feel I'm more immature than I was when I was 19. But are you asking, you really want to know what? What's
0: one thing you had to unlearn, Jay Malinowski? <laughs> How to schedule my day. How to wake up on time. You're painting a picture of yourself as an incredibly boring 19-year-old. I was incredibly boring. I don't really believe that.
1: (laughs) I like to keep certain things private. I don't blame you. (laughs) No, I do
0: blame myself, but I
1: like to keep that one
0: private too. Fair enough. I won't push. You've said that you're one of those musicians who experiences a type of postpartum depression after you finish a record. Are you okay? Because this record is done.
1: I'm fine, because now I fill it with other things. I'm writing a book right now and also doing a mural. So, uh, you know, keeping yourself busy, you you avoid the postpartum
0: depression. So right after the record was done and you went into that deep depression, <laughs> what was the first thing you did to climb out of that hole?
1: Oh, I hung out with my dog, Oscar.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Am I answering the do you, I feel you need something? What I love and what I find makes for engaging radio <laughs> is telling a little bit of a story or giving some sort of kernel or insight into yourself that makes the listener go, yeah. I'm just like Jay, or yeah, I can relate to Jay. And his musical journey and record, Martel. <laughs> okay,
1: I'll keep that in mind for the next question.
2: When I was young, I heard the water dream. It came so low, low, low. I heard Torah strings coming low. There was truth in the back to old.
0: Back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Low, Low, Low. That's by Jay Malinowski and the Dead Coast off their record Martell. I'm sitting here with Jay himself, and I'd love it if you could talk a little bit about this song.
1: Sure. So this is the final song on Martell, and it's basically when Martell becomes somewhat of a stoic. What do you mean by the word stoic? That you're responsible for your emotions and that you can't control the outside world. So this is his sort of last song and it takes place sort of off the mid-Atlantic shelf where he's sinking lower and lower and lower and kind of is his resolution to the record.
0: One thing that I've been dying to ask you, compare Martel to other records you've made. This is the first record you've made where there's one continuous narrative. I imagine for the other records you've made in your career, it's been song by song. I'd love you to compare and contrast.
1: <laughs> um, that's true. I've never uh, come with the storyline when it comes to it. I, usually the storyline has just been my own life. So that narrative for me has always been uh, connected. But I'm, it, with this, it was a bit of... It was actually... It was a fun challenge to be able to look at something as a whole and, and create a journey using the music as a vehicle as much as, as the actual individual songs but the whole thing is kind of a vehicle to express that story. I don't really, I mean, so it's the first time I'd ever done that, yeah.
0: Whenever you listen to interviews with TV writers or whatever, they'll have a timeline up on a wall, and they'll put in chunks of story as it gets done. Did you have a working process like that?
1: Yeah, we put a map up on the wall, and I had the 18 songs, and uh, when I was sitting with the musicians, I was like, you know, we need to get from here, and then, go around the world and get to hear and how do each of these places sound so if it was Mimi at the Gate the opening song we had a kind of taiko drum feel to it we used a lot of Asian scales on the Pacific side as we went across the Panama Canal it was more of a we wanted more of a cabaret feel and um, so those
0: were all taken into consideration so this is a little bit of an ambitious project would you do it again? (laughs)
1: well I never want to do the same thing twice so no
0: if you were going to talk to another artist who is thinking about doing something this narrative-intensive for a music project, what's the first piece of advice you'd give them? Have a reason to do it.
1: I think that's the most important thing with everything, though. But as well... Um, <laughs> now you're laughing, so I don't know what's going <laughs> to...
0: I think having a reason is very important in life. Um, I'm laughing because my question is like, in a specific situation, give some advice. And you're like, here's the advice. But it's something that I'd give to anybody for anything. <laughs> Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard does, did, am I gonna say this right? Don Zoko Blues. Don Zoko
2: Blues.
0: You just heard Don Zoko Blues. That's off a record called Martel by Jay Malinowski and the Dead Coast. I'm sitting here with Jay sipping some coffees in Gastown. I'd love it if you could say a few words about this track.
1: Well Don Zoko Blues, Don Zoko means rock bottom in Japanese. It's also the title of a Kurosawa film. And uh there's a Renoir film called uh, Les Bafons, which, which is the same from the same play, actually, and it's about a group of men who are kind of at the rock bottom, like gutter, um, in life. And the last show, we ever played with the original lineup of Bedouin. Um,
0: the next day, I was, uh, my friend, that's Bedouin Soundclash, his previous <laughs> band. <laughs> that's, that is correct. Uh, this is radio, so you got to, like, make it clear, because most people aren't listening with their full attention. They're making dinner. While they listen
1: Okay Alright So Bedouin Soundclash We were in Tokyo I was driven through the um, Through uh, Harajuku And they were having The Cherry Blossom Festival Which is Basically just a celebration Of the Cherry Blossoms And there's all these kids Sitting underneath The Cherry Blossom trees And just celebrating it And it was so simple And I thought That's really Quite a beautiful thing You know Life doesn't have to be That complex So That's where
0: Don Zoko Blues came from All Alright Jay Malinowski, you started this record with a question Do I determine who I am or was I predetermined? What do you think about this now that you're at the end of the journey of making the record, Martel? I think we're a combination of both.
1: I think that uh, if you ignore the past, you know, you're a little bit rudderless. But at the same time, you can totally determine who you are. And I think that you're, uh, but I do believe you're a combination of both those things.
0: Jay Malinowski and the Dead Coast. Thank you very much for being on my show. I really appreciate it. At the end of the show... Yeah, he's laughing. <laughs> thank you for having me. You're welcome. At the end of the show, I love it if the guest can pick one of their own tracks and talk a bit about it as I bring that track on. Hmm. The Dying Californian.
1: Okay, so this is actually... Um, was a song that was... It's an old sailor shanty that we... we uh, you know, updated, and we had um, Zachary Bichard sing or translate one of the verses, and this is probably one of my favorite rec- moments on the record. Um, I think it's it kind of it bridges the gap between Pacific and Atlantic, and it's definitely one of our favorite tracks.
0: Pacific and Atlantic are the two different sides of the record.
1: That is correct. Yes. So this is uh, so it, it was a song about people coming over for the California Gold Rush, and uh, dying on the passage along the way. Uh, so this is. Dying Californian where did you find this sailor shanty It's a good question I was doing a lot of research on older songs and I found that one the most um, striking yeah
0: alright so we're going to listen to Dying Californian that's off the record Martel by Jay Malinowski and the Dead Coast thanks once again for being on my show let's both take a sip of our coffee
1: thank you hey this is Jay Malinowski from the Dead Coast and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood
0: That was awesome. I have to say one more thing, and please don't be offended when I say this. I have a friend who has the biggest crush on you ever, and she's going to ask me, how could you concentrate with a handsome Jay Malinowski sitting beside you? And do you know what I'm going to say to her?
1: (laughs) I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Because you are a very handsome, well-dressed guy, but throughout this interview, you've had one eyebrow hair. It's super long, and it's gone out of his face, and I've been able to concentrate on that. Well, I'm happy that happened. So, when you're talking to an attractive lady, Jay Malinowski, what do you use to remain calm and slick?
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I hate your questions right now. (laughs) Uh, I have
0: no idea. What do you want? (laughs) Is this part of the? Are you gonna? I, I'm. I'm just trying to get a few funny moments to like break it up because you know. I'll be honest with you. I sort of want to ask you the question like, did you just wake up? Because you you haven't answered some questions for a while. I think.
1: I have not been doing interviews. I've been actually holed up writing for this past for the past two months. So you are right to know that. I did not. I'm not interview ready right now. But. I'm enjoying this interview. Lay up
2: near mm. L'océan, mes espoirs, je ne peux dire. Ils avaient la part des orphelins.